WS. Real talk. All right, it's WSIC News Talk Now. And today's Real Talk, where we talk about North Carolina real estate, business, and life. And life. And, I, and I'm sitting here. It's I'm in the captain's chair today, taking over for my man, Justin Kazepis, who's not here. But you know what? It's the next best thing since sliced bread in this seat. <laughs> And I got two guys with me today. I have Christian MacArthur, who's here, and I have my man Joseph Portnova with the Deering team. And Christian, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm Christian MacArthur with Cross Country Mortgage. So obviously a mortgage lender. You can follow me on Instagram, the Carolina Lender. Um, but I'm just here helping people buy and get into new homes. Sweet. And my man, Joey. All right. So Joey joined me in the Deering team this year. Correct. And you have basically hit the ground running, man. You're doing great. But tell the audience who you are, what you do, where you do business, all the good stuff. <clears throat> I'm Joey Portnova. Um, I got my license probably two and a half years ago. Um, started with a small firm out of Mooresville and then, you know, got together with Deering and Charlene. Um, they told me they were going to start Sirhant, North Carolina, who is a huge icon of mine. Um, and I wanted to be a part of it. So, so here you are. Here, here I sit. So where do you do right. business, Joey? All over. Um, Charlotte, Gastonia. All the way up to Statesville, Cleveland, Midland. I've I've done so you, business in all of those areas. So you cover it all, and, and Christian, you're pretty much all of North Carolina too, right? Yeah, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida is where I'm technically licensed personally, but we do all 50 states, so we can really actually go anywhere. The good thing is I don't have to drive as much as you guys do. <laughs> I, I can do this where I'm at. Why weren't you in Miami? <laughs> oh, man, I missed the boat on it. Yeah. So, all right. So, we do all basically cover all of North Carolina. So, Christian, let's. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to put you in the hot seat, man. Love it. Oof. All right. So, interest rates are now eight percent. They are. How they do you are. How do you feel about that? We're. Do you feel like we're going to continue to go up? Are we going to stay stagnant at eight percent? What I mean, what What's the forecast looking in in your eyes? Tell me uh, something good, please. Well. <laughs> It's been it's been kind of hard to tell. I mean, all of these analysts, all the ec economists, they they have these projections that they bring out. Sure. And I think if you look back to the beginning of this year, they thought we were going to be back into like the middle fives, low six range, right? Okay. And then fast forward to today, we're all the way up to eight percent. So it's kind of hard to tell, but there's like a there's a few indicators. Now the biggest thing is inflation has to get under control, but it's hard to do that when more jobs are being created currently. It's simple economics, the more money that's in the market, the higher the inflation is going to go. Now, COVID killed us, and that's why we're here. Now, it was great. We had low interest rates, but they pumped trillions of dollars into the market, and that's why inflation has skyrocketed in the last year or so. And so in order to fight that problem is they have to raise interest rates to get inflation back under control, get people to stop spending money 
So that way, this whole supply and demand issue we're having can get back to an equilibrium, yeah. right? Yeah. So if we were to look ahead, there's a few factors. Student loan debts have to be repaid now, right? That's come back in. So people are now thinking consciously, okay, I don't have that $500 I used to be able to go spend. Right. Right. That was like, I got to pay towards my student loans. So that's going to be a positive factor. All right. And then at the same time, as next year becomes an election year, we start to see things kind of change a little bit, a little bit more pressure on the Fed to bring interest rates down. Sure. So I think we have a bumpy few months ahead, but we should start to see it turn going into the third and fourth quarter of 2024. Yeah. And, and look, even even so, and Joe, you can chime in, even though we're at eight, I mean, I'm look, I, I have closings going on right now. I've got people putting offers in right now. I mean, you're not seeing anything slow down on your side, really, are you, Joe? Not crazy. What what you are seeing is things sitting on the market for a little bit longer yep. than usual. Um, but I was going to ask Christian and put you in the hot seat as well. I'm ready for it. How, <laughs> how would you speak to the public in how we continue to roll this market, right? So how, what are some ways that we can continue business in the real estate field? Yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll be completely- What are some good options, I yeah, guess I'm asking? I'll be completely transparent with you on this. Now, it is not the best time to buy for everybody, sure. right? But the people who are in the spot where they can purchase a home, it's still a good time. And the way that you can keep that monthly payment low, you can keep your cash to close low. There's a few options. There's the two one buy down. If you haven't heard of that- Which is what I love. Essentially, if we have today's market rate, let's say it's 8%, right? The two one buy down will get your entire first year of mortgage payments with a 6% reflecting payment. The second year will be seven. And then that third year is when that 8% kicks in. So it saves you a ton of money for the first two years of your mortgage payments. Keeps your monthly payments low. I just did low. one for my mom and, and our sellers. She probably was thrilled. It's like, oh, wow, okay, my monthly payment I can handle. Well, she went from 7.25 to 5.25 for the first year, 6.25 for the second. I mean, you're talking almost $25,000 saved over two years, which is what, in my opinion, is going to keep this market afloat as things level yeah. itself out. Right. And, and, well, and not only that, Joseph, you, you, you make a good point. And then not only that, but because these interest rates are higher, and you're right, there's, mm -hmm. in, in, in my opinion, what I'm seeing is the people that are buying are the people that have to buy. And the people that are selling are really the people that have to sell. Um, you know, I, I saw something the other day, like 92% of people who have a loan on their home is it's under 6%, 5%, somewhere in there um, or less. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it doesn't make sense for someone, unless they have to, mm -hmm. to, to sell their house and jump into an 8% interest rate. Correct. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. So I, I really feel like the people that are buying or like I said, the people that have to. But we're, why we're continuing to have success is homes are sitting a little longer, but their their prices are still holding solid. Yep. So it still looks good for a seller. Right. But it also looks good for a buyer because buyers are getting 
the two one buy down because mm-hmm. sellers are paying you know ten uh, to twenty thousand absolutely and seller seven out of my last ten closings they had ten thousand plus in seller concessions absolutely which goes a lot farther of a way than you know any additional finance money because home prices are still high and even though rates are high you can combat both of those items because overall cash in hand from sellers will do a I lot think better it is super important especially for us as real estate brokers to educate sellers and buyers on that right because you know sellers saw that market that we were in through covid right and they still want that yeah. that that mm-hmm. price range right whereas <clears throat> we're not in that market anymore right you know what i mean um that and and then buyers, I don't feel like a lot of buyers understand the two to one buy down. All right. Well, we're going to a quick break. Listen, if you're listening out there, call in eight four four studio four or eight four four seven eight eight three four six four. Give us a call. Yes, welcome back to WSIC News Talk Now. And I'm sitting here with my guys. We have Joey Portnova with Team Sirhant, the Deering Team, and we have Christian MacArthur, my man, the probably the one of the top lenders in all of Charlotte and North Carolina. And so uh, I just sent Christian business for the first time. The other day, and I know half of my team is using this guy, and now I'm excited to... I'm getting ready to send you somebody else, too, so don't you worry, Bob. Hey, we can do the 2-1 buy-down if you want to keep going after that, <laughs> That's all right? That's exactly what we are going to do. We can use. keep going after that, but I got a question for you all, though, if okay, you don't mind. Okay, all right, let's hear it. Are you seeing, with these properties that are sitting longer on the market right now, are you seeing uh, agents decrease that purchase price if it's not selling, or are they offering seller credits to get that incentivized? Me, honestly, <clears throat> that's that's why I brought up the conversation because I see a lot more price decreases than seller concessions, right? So, mm-hmm. and the issue with that, with the interest rates being so high, is even if you price decrease, your monthly payment is still outrageous, whereas you can utilize that buy-down, Right and make your monthly payment affordable right. for, for the first two years and let, let this market level itself out somewhat, let those interest rates come down. I mean, we were just on a market update last week with Sir Hant and one of the gentlemen from uh, their MLS. He's a- Street Easy. Yeah, Street Easy. <clears throat> He's an economist and you know they're, they're all off data, all off numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's really still hard to tell when that's you know, that break is going to happen, but, you know, the, it it has to at some point. Like Sir Hant always says, markets go up, they c- go down. They go up, they go down. Right. You know? I, I think we the reason my sellers, I tell my sellers not to do any type of credit, because we don't, we just feel like if we do a price decrease, well, well we take... Let me back up for just a second. Price we, improvement. We, yeah, we well, we take Charlene and I, uh, my partner, we take a lot of information and do 
as much as we can to nail the price, right? We we know the top of the market. We know the middle of the market. We know the bottom of the market for these houses. We just know. I mean, we've been doing it long enough. We know this market inside and out. We know what's coming, you know, around the corner. Potentially that could help maybe a buyer want to pay a little extra. So we know if we need to go up a little higher on a price, we can. Um, we know if we need to price it, you know, kind of in the middle to get that feeding frenzy, if you will, multiple offer situations, we know to do that too. But the reason I never do like a seller credit right off the bat is it's almost like, it's almost like having, um, let's say you had a bathroom that was, or, or, or carpet in your house that was dated. And you, and, and a lot of these agents, which I don't know why they do this, but they put their house on the market and they say, um, We'll give you a ten thousand dollar allowance for your carpet, you know. But I always tell my people never do that. And the reason I don't, reason I tell them not to, just like I wouldn't tell them to do any type of credit right up front, is I don't want to, like right off the bat, have these buyers feel like, okay, why are they giving me a credit right away, or why are they giving me a ten thousand dollar allowance on a carpet? You know, you never know what a buyer's buyer may not even care and pay full price. And, you know, they're happy you got crappy carpet because even if you put in this high dollar, you know, uh, wood flooring, maybe they're like, well, I wanted to do tile or I wanted to do this anyway. So, you know, I never want to set that expectation up front that there's a reason why they're giving me a credit or there's a reason why they're giving me a credit for a carpet allowance. Right. So if that hopefully that answers your question in in a long winded way. <laughs> so and the reason why I ask that is because um, is, at least for the houses that have been sitting on the market for a long time, I continuously see those price decreases, right? Yeah. Price improvements, you know, ten, twenty, but for essentially every single buyer, about twenty thousand dollars higher or lower on your loan amount roughly equates to a difference of a hundred dollars in your monthly payment, right? And you can essentially continue to keep your price high if the you know house has been sitting a while, but just offer a little bit for that 2-1 buy down and that solves the problem right there. Okay. They might not like you know the payment at that price without the seller credits, but with the seller credits. Well, that's exactly what we did it with can help. my listing in Denver. Right. We sat on the market, you know, <clears throat> we did two open houses and you know, had maybe four or five showings in four weeks. Right. You know, so I knew we had to do something, right? And it was a beautiful house, beautiful neighborhood. It's in villages of Denver, um, super sought after, but it just wasn't moving. Right. And then we offered a seller concession of ten thousand dollars for that two-one buy-down, which the buyers did utilize for, and we were under contract in two days. You Jeez. know what I'm saying? So right. It. I agree with Josh. Uh, you know, coming out of the gate, offering, if you price it right, then ultimately that shouldn't have to be offered, yeah. right? right? But it if also makes sense, though, not to, but I want to chime in for a second. It also makes sense. It, it just depends on, like, all right, let me give you a perfect example. And I'm going to just do easy numbers. Okay. You're at, Depending on where you price your house, let's just say you're at two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, I'm just throwing easy numbers out here. If you're gonna do a seller credit, may may be better if the seller has been on the market for thirty days, right? And they're at two fifty. 
and maybe a credit is more realistic because you only want to offer, you know, you don't want to drop it to, uh, let's say, 240. Right. You'd rather say, all right, we're going to do 10,000 in, in um, seller credits to help with your interest rate because the, the next best number, in my opinion, to get you a whole new buyer pool that will really increase... Uh, the amount of buyers looking at your property would have to be somewhere around 250 or I'm sorry, uh, 200 mm -hmm. because people search in whole numbers. For instance, like if a, if an agent is setting up a buyer, it's uh, 200,000, it's 250, it's 300,000, it's 350. If you're at, you, do you see what I'm saying? So Absolutely. It, it really has to make sense. You know, is your seller going to want to drop 50 grand? Probably not right off the gate. So maybe it makes more sense right. to do a $10,000 credit, you know, or, or advertise that before you get to that next buyer pool, which is 200,000, 200,000. Yeah. You know, so that's a big drop. It is a big drop. So it's just, I think it's strategic in a way. Where Absolutely, and each situation's different, right? So different neighborhoods, right. different properties, you know, that's why I love real estate. Right. Everything is new. Every situation you go through is different. You're constantly learning and sharpening the tools always. Right. So here's, here's what I wanted to throw out at you guys because – Everything's so serious sometimes in real estate, but I wanted to get a little off uh, off subject here about. All right, so let me let me tell you my experience. I, let's go into what's the craziest experience you guys have ever had in real estate, and I'm going to tell you mine, and then I'll let you guys go. So, all right, so I'm in. I'm going to tell you where I was. So I had um, thank thank goodness these clients are friends of mine. We go into North. We go into North Stone, okay. We're um, we knock on the door. We're you know I always when I enter, I enter with the key. I knock. I make sure you know because I've learned that you know sometimes you can walk into some solid situations. Oh boy. So here we are. We're walking in. Okay, I'm letting my clients in. Letting Charlene in. We get in through the front door, and they had a catwalk. Right. So like between, you know, the, the primary and then all the other bedrooms up above on the second floor. So next thing you know, as we're like taking our shoes off to walk into the house, I look up and I I see this guy. He comes through the catwalk and he's wearing a pistol and he's got it holstered in his holster. But wow. he's butt naked. What? Butt naked, okay? So th oh this guy's God. in his birthday suit, comes out with the holster. Where, where was the holster? It was, it, 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 he, had a, he had a belt. He had a, oh, he had a belt yeah, holster? He, he, was, he, was, was, a, he was a police officer. Was it, was it one of the belts with the, where you could put the bullets on? Oh, it? yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so he had his gun holstered. He comes out. He's like, oh, you no. know, basically greets us like that, okay? So wow. this was the first house that I brought my buyers to. And needless to say, I don't think anything after that was quite as fun. But that was uh, that Did was they an buy ex it? no, they didn't buy it. <laughs> so that was an experience in itself. Wow. But but I'm over here like you guys can't see me, the audience. But I'm like covering up my wife's eyes. I'm like, hold a minute, wait a minute. This guy's carrying two guns. <laughs> 
So, but I have to know, Christian. You, I know you've come across probably not because you're you're more um, behind it's not so the much scenes. in person. It's yes. behind the scenes. But I got to know you. You've come across something crazy. Oh, I have come across a few things. Um, well, I think it was it was probably one of my first deals ever that I did. Um, I was really excited. Uh, everything went perfectly smooth. It was a 30 day close, but we were cleared to close in about 12 days. So we were done early, right? They were buying a house. Uh, it was a court mandated sale and everything was going fine. We get to closing day, you know, and my buyers, we show up, they sign everything. They're all excited. They're happy. And, uh, you know, the agent I was working with talks to the attorneys, like, where are the sellers? And then from there, we find out that the, uh, you know, the, the one partner, the husband had already signed and the spouse was a no show oh, in no. that exact moment in time. She was at the house stealing all of the appliances, oh, all of the Lord. fixtures, and then just kind of we went on like a drunken tirade, like was drinking a ton <laughs> and just was like, screw you. I'm never selling. I'm not signing. And it took probably about two months to resolve oh, to oh finally get her in because it was court mandated. It was that crazy. That sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, that uh, that sounds crazy. Ooh. I mean, I, I don't even know how I would react just sitting there. So needless to say, they, they never sold. No, we got it done. Oh, you got, oh, you got, we got it done. We got it done. Go. It was, it was, there we go. I didn't know how to handle one of my first deals like that. <laughs> now you do. All right. Well, thank you guys. For and welcome to WSIC. This is not Justin Kazepis. This is your boy, Josh Deering, taking over <laughs> with the Deering team of Sirhant. And Let's I'm go. here with my guys, Let's Joey go. Portnova, Christian MacArthur. And we're having a good time taking over, Justin. I know you're listening, and if you are, thanks for letting me sit in your seat. I think I look much better than you do in this seat. <laughs> but I can tell you what, I'll never be as good as you on the microphone, though. I'll give you all the props, man. You're awesome. So, well, listen, we're back, and we wanted to uh, continue. So, Joey, we're going into some some crazy stories. I know Christian's story was just, that was nuts. My story, kind of funny. You got to have something for us that the audience would uh, would absolutely love to hear. What's your craziest real estate story that you've uh, been a part of so far? I wouldn't necessarily say it was super crazy. <laughs> it was more so super awkward. Okay. <laughs> um, I got a listing um, in Huntersville, and <clears throat> they had renters in there for like four <laughs> No years. names, Joey. No names. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'm <laughs> not name-dropping anybody. But... They had renters in this house for four years, and it was like the renters and the sellers were not getting along at all, right? So the sellers wanted me to go over, speak with the renters, see if I could find them something else to rent because they were in a lease for at least a whole nother year with these renters, these tenants. These people were um, different. 
um, that rented this house out. Can you elaborate <laughs> yeah, on that? Say, <laughs> like, how so? What, what, what does different what do look like? Yeah. <laughs> like, are we talking backwoods different? <laughs> like banjo playing different? Or are we talking? They, they were very, very different. Very. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's that bad. Yeah, it's, it's that bad. You can't. You can't elaborate. Like what? <laughs> like like swingers different? Yes. <laughs> oh, how about that? There it is. So, Swingers different. Yeah. Okay. It was very, very awkward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when I went to the house um, to speak with these tenants, um, the, the oh goodness, the the wife was hitting on me bad, like right in front of the husband. I was. Oh gosh. <laughs> It caught me totally off guard as well. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to interject here? This is your wife. Oh, you <laughs> wanted him let... to join in too? No, no. <laughs> no, I wanted him to be like, go, go upstairs or something. Get away from this guy. I don't even know how to she was that. following me around like a shadow. But I think it worked in my favor a little bit because I got the deal done. Right, so I found them another oh, house. Oh, gosh. There you go. <laughs> I found them another house. They went and rented, and my sellers were willing to pay them a little bit to get out of the lease, which we orchestrated. Joey's motto, anything to get the deal done. That's right. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> so we finally get them out. The house was disgusting, right? Get cleaners in there. All kinds of painters, all kinds of stuff done. And I'm on my first showing with some other clients of mine, showing them the house. And we go upstairs into the master bedroom. Not one person said, the painter didn't say anything to me. The cleaners didn't say anything to me. Walk into the master bedroom, and there is a sex swing hanging, screwed into the ceiling. That wow. was the only thing left in the wow. house. And keep in mind, audience, that anything that's attached does convey. Correct. Wow. <laughs> so as I'm trying to show this house, and we walk <laughs> to the master bedroom, and that's hanging from the ceiling, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just walked past it. <laughs> you had buyers? You were showing yes, the house? correct. And not the, the cleaners, the painters? Nobody, nobody gave you a heads up. Nobody said a word to me that there was a sex swing hanging from the ceiling. Wow. Oh, they set you up for failure, oh, like my. right out of the gate. <laughs> Needless to say, we all laughed it off, but it was super awkward, and they did not buy the house after that. Wow. <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine. Well, there you have it, guys. The, uh, the experiences of a lender and a real estate agent's I tell you what, we honestly, when we're out there, we see just about anything that you could possibly see. But um, those are some good stories. I have to tip my cap to you guys. Yeah, those that are, was definitely those are some good ones. So let's let's get into what what I'd really like to talk about is um, maybe talk to you guys about the growth going on here. I think um, I mean we're all we're all a part of it. We're seeing it. You you live in uh, you're in Stanley. Yeah, out in Stanley now, but grew up in Huntersville, Cornelius, all so, Mecklenburg. I mean, it's grown like like crazy. Like wildfire. Yeah. yeah. And so and and you're Joey, you're from Detroit, but you've been here how long? Over 25 years. I've yeah, been here since the end of 98. Yeah, so you've seen it all. Mm -hmm. I was I moved when I moved here we moved to Cedarfield 
in Huntersville, the only shopping center and restaurant mm-hmm. on Exit 23 was Food Line and yep. Captain Galley. Yeah, yeah Captain Galley. A Galley. lot of farmland in between. Captain's Galley. Oh, yeah. my goodness, Jeez. man. I, I mean, worked there, too, by the way. Did you really? <laughs> you were. Let me guess. You were a busboy. Uh, no, food runner. A food runner. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Well, that... Look, that place that place lasted forever. Yeah, it did. I mean, that was one of the that best. Was, oh my god. That was Their one of the first ever the best. If, if if you're listening and you're not from North Carolina, if you're from, you know, a transplant from New York or from California, you're probably not familiar with fish camps. So in North Carolina, in the South, we have this I don't even know if you would call it an upscale fish camp. It was it's more like where you can get everything's fried almost every right every single thing your your tartar sauce comes in squeeze bottles you got the best sweet tea in all of North Carolina you got hush puppies you got popcorn shrimp all their sauces though were mm-hmm. homemade so their ranch their tartar sauce that's uh, why it lasted so long their barbecue Jeez. sauce Hot sauce. They made liter- ketchup. They literally made everything from scratch. It was th- that had to be one of the best. Growing up here, I think almost every kid wanted to go to Captain's Galley. It was a that, and it was the only place game. to go. Yeah, <laughs> and that and there, you're right. For for a good five six years, it was the only place available. No doubt. After but, the yeah. end of the season, you'd always go there with your sports teams, go to Captain's Galley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every single or, celebration. Or, see, I'm a North Meg native, so uh, Captain's Galley, oh, I I got some stories, but I'll, I'll spare the audience. But <laughs> Captain's Galley was a place, like you said, where, mm-hmm. you know, football teams, they would cater to all yep. the football players right before the games. Imagine eating popcorn shrimp before a before you play West Charlotte um, oh, football, you know? like So you had to be careful with that. But, yeah, I mean... That, that's been around. But look, so the growth has been just absolutely phenomenal. And now from Captain's Galley, we have an even uh, you know better, in my opinion, um, fish camp, if you will. It's kind of an upscale, which I like to think, you know, Hello Sailor is like your mm-hmm. 2024, 2023 fish camp. You know what I mean? It's on yeah. the water. It's got everything that Captain's Galley had. Everything's homemade. It's got your fried, you know, you got your popcorn shrimp, your catfish, salt and pepper mm-hmm. catfish, all that stuff. And it's just like, uh, you know, it, it, if you don't know Chef Joe, who I grew up with, then you should definitely check out his restaurants. He's opening up a new one, actually, in um, Uptown, new restaurant. Forgive me, I don't know the name of it. I'll have to look up on my phone and, and let you guys know. But this guy has, he's got um, Hello Sailor which is like that upscale fish camp. He's got Kindred. Um, milk bread. Milk bread. And he's opened up that new restaurant in Uptown Charlotte. So, I mean, the growth is just like restaurants coming in. We got new chefs are, are, are coming I mean, this way. You just way. take a look at like Burkdale, for right. instance. I mean, what was that renovation they did in the middle? Uh, $20 million? Yeah, it was like, I think it was like 30-something. I, I mean, look at that new all brewery going right in the middle? Suffolk. Of, Suffolk Punch? Yes. Yeah, yeah Suffolk or whatever you call it. Suffolk. <laughs> right. Suffolk Punch. But, um, I mean, ever yeah. since uh, the Cheesecake Factory opened up in Burkdale, it's right. been nonstop. A big you know? concert venue, doing yoga yes. classes in the yard. You know, they're getting ready to put the ice skating rink out there, which right. I thought was super, super cool. I had no idea that... They were even doing that until last year. So, all right. So, so we're seeing a lot of growth. So, with that, where I'm going to ask 
both of you guys, you know, because you're, you work with different people, different agents. Yep. So you, your perspective is much different, but let's talk about really quick where, um, where are your clients coming from? Where are you seeing people right now who are getting loans and things like that? I'm getting a lot of transplants. Uh, I would say probably about 70% of my business, uh, you know, with all the agents that I work with, people are moving out of state and, uh, you know, Lake Norman area and surrounding areas of Lake Norman are really desirable. And then you've got downtown where, you know, it's kind of the younger generation that's kind of moving into South End, but it's a lot of transplants. And then it's a lot of, you know, millennials that are getting into that prime time of buying a house. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, guys, we are going to go to a quick break and you're listening to WSIC. Hey, thanks for joining WSIC News Talk Now. If you haven't learned by now, this is not Justin Gazepis. This is Josh <laughs> Charles Deering the Third. Oh, oh Lord. The third. the third. So we are streaming live on WSICnews.com. You can find us through social media, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can watch live or check out previous episodes. But right now, you're with us, and we appreciate you listening. And we're here with my man, Joseph Portnova, the Detroit Casanova. (laughs) (laughs) And we got Christian MacArthur, my man, the best or one of the best. I can't say the best because you, well, you know, we'll get there. You're right up there with, uh, I'd say in, progress, you're in the top five. It's a work in progress. Um, loans, you know, one of the best homes. lenders in all of North Carolina, Charlotte, Lake Norman area. But let's, all right, look, Halloween is right around the corner. We just kicked off this past Friday my um, client appreciation event where Christian attended. Joey, unfortunately, you didn't make it because you were on land sale. But, I had FOMO so bad. But let me tell you, you so here's what we do. We we uh, rented out Sweet Magnolia Estates on Bailey Road. It's a wedding venue. It's about, I don't know, I want to say 10,000 square feet, pretty much 11,000. Um, and we, I mean, we had a blast. We have, uh, we have a food truck come in and we have, uh, you know, open bar, but we, we charge everybody a small fee to get in and we take that money and we give it back to charity. And this year's charity was a friend of mine who passed away, uh, a few years ago. Um, he had some issues, you know, lung issues and things, but then caught COVID and unfortunately uh, he passed away. But uh, he was a North Mech basketball star. He he holds one of the top records for three-pointers made, uh, highest scoring ever in, in a game, and uh, his name was Bray Pemberton. His father actually worked for NASCAR, um, and Bray and I grew up together, and we, we've been... We were great friends, but anyway, we uh, we raised a little over two thousand dollars awesome. at the door for a charity called Bray Boys Locker. His nickname in high school was Bray Boy. We called him Bray Boy, <laughs> um, but hell of a basketball player. But anyway, so we for Halloween we uh, that's what we did, and we do it every year. And we, we we raise about two thousand dollars. But your boy was. Uh, and I say your boy, I, I'm referring to myself. <laughs> I was dressed up and came as Beetlejuice. It was by far Beetlejuice, one of the best Beetlejuice, looking outfits. Beetlejuice. Did you see the photos? I did. 
Man. And I watched the videos. So I was in full character. I never broke character at all. And I usually do that. I was Ric Flair one year. You know, I always try to stay in character and just give the... You do pretty good, Bob. Give everybody a good uh, a good show. But uh, Christian came as... You were an officer, I was right? a, I was a police officer. Yes. I just had to make sure everybody, you know, they were... They're handling themselves, okay? Yes. <laughs> Just like those good Cornelius and Huntersville cops do around here. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, um, so, yeah. So, Halloween's around the corner. So, I'm curious, Joey. You have, you have, a, you have a little daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, w- do you know what she's going to be? She is going to be a little angel. She's gonna but be, she's that every day. She's a little angel. Okay. Crowded. That's what she Aww. wanted to be, huh? That's correct. Nice. So... Where do you take her? Do you, um, do you have, a, have a neighborhood you like to go around, or do you have anything you do? I mean, I I like Magnolia Estates. Okay. Um, you know, it's not very hard to walk around. Yeah. It's a perfect <laughs> circle. And, and once it's done, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you got other neighborhoods that do really cool things, like Crown Harbor over off Torrance Chapel. They do a big thing for all the kids. Um. Mike Sims neighborhood also. What neighbor, what's he in? Do you know? Uh, where where is he? Is he in Troutman? Uh, Cheryl's Ford. Cheryl's Ford. So Cheryl's Ford. So yeah, I mean, so there's some solid. What else? What other neighborhoods you know are, are doing cool things? I, mean, I know Breckenridge does some cool things. I know Northstone does some. I'm great. sure Burkdale does some cool things as well. I think Bluestone um, Harbor. When I grew up there, they always had something. Yeah, I haven't been back so, there in a hot minute though. You know, I mean, <clears throat> anywhere you can get the kids together and. You know, they can play and laugh and trick-or-treat together. Um, in, it's in always safety, a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and then I know Burkdale has some events going on, and I, I also know there's some cool events going on um, in Charlotte and Uptown, but one of the cool places to check out is the uh, Whitewater Center. Mm-hmm. They always have oh, some cool, cool, they have some really cool events. So if you're listening, you guys should definitely check out uh, the White Water Center. They do. Um, they they'll do rides and things like that. Oh, Kerrigan's Farms is another one. That's I great. mean, come on. You know what? That is I a might that go is to a their haunted house or haunted trail this evening. There you go. I think I need to do that. Yeah. Is she up for it? Who? Your little princess? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. She ain't yeah I was gonna say. There's no yeah, way you're taking. I was about to say. I was like. Yeah. Because that because that over she there. She doesn't even like the blow up pumpkins in the front yard. <laughs> okay. Safe space. Safe space. It right. gets serious over there with uh with Kerrigan's farm. Those guys yes. like they they go all out. They, yes, they do. And then and then you know kind of on the lighter side, I know you have um, what is the name? Gosh, I'm drawing a blank for a second. But it's called the Amazing Maze, Rural Hill. Um, farm. If yeah, what's know. the place with the the swimming? Um, they do one too. That's it's the really Rock good. Quarry. That, yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. They that's do a good trail over there too. Mm-hmm. too. They do. Gastonia always has a good haunted mm-hmm. house. That's been for years. Yeah, and then you know, before you know it, guys, it's going to be Christmas time. The most wonderful time that's of the year. It's crazy. My favorite we're, time. We're already the in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, it's like, I swear, this year has just flown by. It's every year I feel like goes by faster and faster, especially mm-hmm. in this industry, as you know. Right. Like, you pick up and you get busy, and next thing you know, you blink, it's two, three months have passed by. Yeah. You know, it's just, you well, also got to find time for, for family. That's most important. And I think finding that, that, time management to where you know you can turn or 
put your phone to the side, put work to the side, and make sure that you're spending time with your loved ones. Um, you know, tomorrow's not promised, and we're losing people left and right, especially right. over these last two years. Your buddy Bray, um, my buddy Gray Knight passed away from COVID. You know, I, I it's sad, man. A young lady, um, 32 years old, she that I knew um, mutually friends with certain people and she just passed away yesterday from cancer you know very yeah. pretty young lady um healthy as can be but she ended up passing away from cancer so definitely you know make sure y'all time manage very well try and spend as much time as you can with your family yeah uh, we got a caller awesome all right hey let's uh let's cue the caller and bring him on him or her whoever it might be Man, y'all got me calling. Y'all got me calling. Is that Jay Porch talking about somebody with cancer, dude? Justin. Oh. Jay, Justin. Justin, listen, man. I'm taking your spot, and I feel good about it. Jo- Joey went dark for a quick second, but you know what? It's okay. Not, not dark. Not dark. You got to gotta remember the important things. He's he just got a, real. He got real. He got real. That's real. right. He got he got emotional. The, hey, I love The show it. is real talk, correct? That's right. Real talk, baby. That's right. Amen, brother. Amen. Hey, my question for Christian today, uh, 10% on, on mortgage rates. Are we going to see it or not? I, I got the bet that says we are. 10% on mortgage rates. That Honestly, like this week is a big week for that. There's a lot of reports coming out. I, It's possible to hit 10%. I mean, investment properties there at 10%. Primary residences, it's a possibility. And I've kind of given up to project exactly where we're going to end up, but... Anything can kind of go right now. Let me, but let me ask you this, Justin. Ten percent, even even though we're at eight right now, is ten percent that bad? I mean, is it? I think market stays the same because you've got so many cash buyers here. You've got so much liquidity that's waiting and hanging. Inventory. I think the last report I saw, what is inventory at? Negative point five months worth of inventory right now. The demand is so high that's in North Carolina that we have to stop thinking in three and six month time frame. We got to think in one, five, mm-hmm. 10 year time frame. Correct. At this point. I would agree. I, I, I was going to say, I couldn't agree more. An active mortgage broker, right. but it's, it's the reality of the market. And Justin, to build off that, I saw this crazy stat uh, today. There's probably about 400,000 people renting in Mecklenburg County right now. Only a hundred thousand yeah. of them have the affordability to purchase a home, but there's only 11,888 new construction homes happening right now in Mecklenburg County. And you know what? That is, which is a a phenomenal statistic because I have been talking with some uh, developers and they're asking me, why is, why are there not enough condos available for purchase? And I think the answer to that, you just, you just basically said it is a year ago, or two years ago, you know, homes were affordable for the younger crowd. You know, your your fifty, thirty, twenty, high twenty year olds. You know, they were they were being able to afford that. Now they're kind of pushed out. There's no homes available, mm-hmm. so people have to rent. Right. You know, but but there there are no well, condos. Even rental rates are ridiculous. Right. Well, yeah. So you I know, think high, it's higher than they've ever been. Honestly. Right. Well, this show's called Real you also, Talk. You also have to remember, nobody who bought at 3.5% is going to sell and have to move in an 8% market. So the statistic 100%. of six to seven years, 
is, uh, of, of buying and then selling, I think that that changes after this cycle, obviously. So you're thinking we're going to go to 10%. I'm thinking 10%, and particularly because look at how much stuff is moving. Now, everything going vertical right now, right, is about two, three years in the making, but mm -hmm. you still have co properties under contract when you've got, you've got a different echelon of money that has moved into North Carolina as well. The big hedge fund players, whether it's a win or a loss, it doesn't matter. They keep playing the game. Justin, I love you, but I have to go to commercial break, my man. We're going to have to cut you there, but hey, it's call the back end in. End of the show, my brother. Great the end of the today. show. Let's go. End of the show. Hey. Let's go. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.